to all who come to this happy place. Welcome to my magical travel information series. My name is Rachel and I am a travel agent with the company Small World Big Fun, where we make big fun easy. This is your one-stop shop for information about Disney destinations and universal vacations. For more details on all of these topics and to stay up on the latest news, please like and follow my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis Small World Big Fun. So with that, let's get started. Hi everybody, welcome back to episode 6 of my Magical Travel Information Series. I'm Rachel, here again with my husband Zach. Sivako. It, that, that means rise to the challenge in Avatar. <laughs> Okay, so we're hoping that episode six is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode for you. We are going to do a brief trip recap. We just got back from a trip Sunday night, and then we're going to talk about some benefits of an adult-only Disney trip. So uh, just a couple housekeeping things. 180 days from now is the beginning of May, so if you are considering either a graduation trip, doing something for Mother's Day, Memorial Day weekend, or even just getting something on the calendar for uh, summer, for schools out next year, now would be a good time to give it some thought and get something on the calendar so that you can get all of the dining reservations and the room selection that you would like. Christmas is on for the 2018 season. When we were there, we saw some of it, but if you like Christmas, it really is beautiful when it's in full force. There's a lot of things to do, a lot of festive activities. So if that's something that you enjoy doing, I really would suggest that you make a point to make a trip to see it. That being said, uh, Disney released a package that has travel dates from December 17th to December 22nd of this year, which I know is really quick. It's really soon. And it's a short trip, but it would it would be something that maybe you could do as a family right before Christmas time, and then you could come back and celebrate Christmas in your home with everybody here or wherever you are. So packages start at $175 per person per night. It's a really reasonable price for all that you get, including some sort of organized activities and exclusive events. So definitely something to consider if you're looking for just a quick getaway right before the end of this year. So as as Rachel said, we just got back from a quick 36 hour to 48 hours, depending on how you want to start with when we went down uh, to Disney. So we left Friday night after we got off work. We had a flight out of Akron Canton at about eight o'clock and connected. And then we we landed in Orlando at about, about midnight. So we ended up renting a car and driving. We stayed off site at a Fairfield Inn just for that first night, just because we were only there for literally like six hours. Yeah. We were literally there to sleep, wake up and get going. So whenever we woke up in the morning, we, we headed over to where we stayed. We stayed at Port Orleans Riverside and we checked in, dropped our bags off and we were on a bus to Magic Kingdom at about, it was probably about 7.15 or 7.30 in the morning. So we had... We had a reservation at Crystal Palace at 8.30 in the morning, which was technically before the park opens to everybody at 9. But actually, before we get into f- further detail about this, this trip that we went on, we actually planned three weeks ago. Uh, three, yeah, three weeks <laughs> ago. I mean, there was, this is a last minute. We decided we wanted to go down get away from everything for a little bit and... Just get to Disney World, take some pictures, get on some rides. 
and do some things like that. So we stayed at Port Orleans, as I said, got on the bus, went to Magic Kingdom, had breakfast at Crystal Palace. And then we were out of Crystal Palace at about 9 o'clock, right when the park was opening. Headed over to Buzz Lightyear, went on Buzz Lightyear, um, went from there to the People Mover and rode the People Mover around. And while we were on the People Mover, we planned fast passes for Animal Kingdom. So, yeah, because when we went, we went down really without a huge plan. We were going to try to wing a lot of things. Um, we had fast passes for Sunday, but nothing really set in schedule for Saturday. We got lucky and got a fast pass for Flight of Passage over at Animal Kingdom. We just kept hitting refresh on the My Disney Experience, and a fast pass for two came up at like 11.30. So we left there and hopped on the bus and went over to Animal Kingdom. It's true. So we went to Animal Kingdom. We were not there for a super long time. We went... We had a fast pass for Flight of Passage, which is the ride in Pandora, or the, the thrill ride in Pandora. There are two rides. Um, and then we had uh, we made a second fast pass for the Safari, yep. which for whatever reason, it was 70 and sunny with a breeze. Yeah, it was so great. So all of the animals were out and active and doing stuff, which is nice because in the summertime, it's 103 and really humid, and they don't want to move because it's 103 and humid so that was kind of cool to be able to see the animals in a little bit different climate um then what did we do after that we uh we actually we did we were on it was actually right when we got off of the safari we got a we got a fast pass for test track that was supposed to be at 2 30 so we decided all right well let's go park hop again we we got on the bus and headed over to epcot but what we forgot to realize that it was dun, just, dun, dun. yeah, it was the. So it was, it the Food and Wine Festival is going on from now until Monday. Monday, November 12th is the last day for the Food and Wine Festival for 2018. And Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend was also Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. So in addition to all of the regular bodies, all of the locals that like to come and eat or drink around Epcot for the weekend, uh, plus all the runners, plus all the other things resulted in us taking about a 10-minute journey through Epcot and deciding to leave out the back of Epcot through the International Gateway because there were just too many people and we've been there enough to not have to deal with that. Yeah, we found out when we were in line for bag check going into Epcot that... I believe that was the second busiest day of the year, second only to New Year's um, down Which there. Which is nuts. Yeah, so, so so we hopped out of back of Epcot and went over to the ESPN Club because we love ESPN Club for lunch. I believe in our past episode we talked about that that was both of our favorite out-of-the-park lunches. So we, we got... I, I will say it's November on a Saturday, right. so there's lots of college football and for whatever reason, again, by the grace of God, yeah, we, got, we walked in and got a table. We got a table. We got sat down right away. I think we were one of the last tables that sat down because there, there were some pretty big football games later on in the day in the afternoon. So we got lucky. Both both got something quick to eat and got some ice cream after that as well at Ample Hills. Yay. We, so we went to Ample Hills, got a scoop of ice cream, 
We utilized the minivan service from the boardwalk back to our hotel because we didn't want to walk all the way back through Epcot again to get on a bus to Port Orleans. So it was $21. I think it was was $22. Which isn't terrible because you don't have to tip. And if you were to get a lift, you would have to tip. So it ended up being about the same. Um, So that was nice. Our, Our minivan driver was very nice. The minivans, we've only ridden in them twice. They're always clean. The people are always nice. The The vehicle is just really nice in itself. Right. Like it's you a, get to... It was a... We were in a... It was like a brand new Chevy Traverse that we were in. We had a pretty good conversation with our driver um, that drove us back to the hotel. So so when we got back to the hotel, it was about it was about 2.30 or so. And we got a text earlier in the day that our room was ready. So when we got to the hotel, we went straight to our room. No, uh, we went to the wrong room first. We were trying to get uh, into we were, Yeah, we were room. two. Yeah, we ended up two <laughs> rooms down from what we were supposed to be in. I just wasn't paying attention. So we checked in, got into our room, dropped our stuff off, unpacked a little bit of stuff that we had, and ended up, I think we, we took a nap for a yeah. half hour or so. So we had dinner later that night at Disney Springs. It was at 5 o'clock at Marine Nenzo's. Yeah. So that was the second time we've eaten there. And it was really good. So while I'm talking about that, we actually used the dining plan. For the first for time the ever. For the first time ever, we used the dining plan. And I will say it saved us a lot of money by doing it. Because I think our total bill for Marie and Enzo's would have been over $100. And before tip. Before tip. And I think each one of our dining credits, we figured out the math. It ended up coming out to about $26 per credit. So we paid... $52 for over a $100 bill. So that saved us some some good cabbage there, as your dad yeah. likes to say. Yeah, definitely recommend Maria and Enzo's. Really great place. Really nice people. Really good food. The atmosphere is cool, too. It's a it's a throwback uh, airplane hangar. Yeah, it's... Well, not a, not a hangar, but... Airport, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. So we each... What did you get? You got the ravioli with... With meat, I got sauce. Ravioli with meat sauce, and then I got uh, chicken parm, and we also got two appetizers, and then you got a dessert. I got a cannoli. got a cannoli. I've never had a cannoli before, and the guy told me that they were homemade and authentic and legit. So I figured if I was going to yeah, try it's in- one, it's included. it's included in the dining plan, and why not try it? If he told me that they didn't make them or they didn't buy them out of a box, so I tried one. It was amazing. Almost ended up eating the whole I thing. I almost ate the whole you started thing. started out talking but just... I didn't because right down the way is my all-time favorite dessert and favoritest thing of maybe all time, sprinkles cupcakes. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So I got a sprinkle cupcake and everything was right in the world. Yeah, so we went from we went from Disney Springs, hopped on a bus. There's There's no bus to get to... Magic Kingdom from Disney Springs. Yeah, any you can't get to any of the theme parks. So what we did was we hopped on a bus to the Polynesian, and from the Polynesian we got on the the monorail and went over to Magic Kingdom and watched the fireworks. And actually, while we were waiting for the fireworks, we ended up getting a fast pass for for Haunted Mansion right after it. So as soon as the fireworks got out, we were able to get on. 
Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. I think we just went as up. a as a pro tip, it is a good idea to try to do at least one more thing after the fireworks, right? Because everybody just kind of okay, fireworks are over, park's gonna close, let's get out, bail, 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 and then there's eight thousand people at your bus stop, and they're not quite prepared for you yet because the buses aren't all there waiting for you, and it's just it thins the herd a little. But yeah, you definitely yeah, have yeah. to you have to be steel steel curtain to yeah. uh, to make it through the crowds on the fireworks after fireworks. Yeah, safely. we actually, we went on Haunted Mansion and then we walked over and got on Winnie the Pooh. And as soon Shout as Winnie, out to Paisley and Lincoln. Yeah, they love the Pooh ride as they call it. They're two and four. <laughs> We're not totally weird. <laughs> so it's yeah. As soon as we got off that, we uh, the park was closed, so we headed back to our bus stop. And I think we actually caught the first bus that that came through, I believe. Yeah. So we didn't wait well, very they, long for... they came in waves of two. Right. Because it was... I mean, it... So, on Saturday night, the Magic Kingdom does typically not close at 10 p.m., but it did today. And our theory... We don't have any proof of this, but our theory is they were still setting up details for Christmas and you can't set up details for Christmas when the parks open till 1 a.m. and then they reopen at 7.30 or 8. So I think they were just trying to close, get everybody out so that they could bring in all of the trucks and equipment and all the stuff that is requi- required for setting up for Christmas because that's a really big deal, yeah, especially they, at they had the They had the majority of the stuff set up, but we noticed whenever we were walking out that they were still setting up the stage right in front of the castle for the... The Christmas shows that they put on before. Which is super cool. So, yeah, we got to see that, and we ended up getting back to our room at 11 or so. Yeah. Maybe a little before 11, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And so caught, we showered. Yep. Caught the end of the Alabama-LSU game, and we were... What game? Football game. That was not even, like, a contest. Yeah, that was... <laughs> so Sorry. we caught the end of that... <laughs> we caught the end of that game... Um, and went to bed. And luckily, actually, praise the Lord for daylight a, savings. Yeah, we got time. a bonus. We got a bonus hour of sleep that night because the next morning we were up early again and at it. I think we, what time did we get out of the room? We left the room at seven seven forty five or eight o'clock. Yeah. So we we did not have any fast passes for Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios, and that was something that I really wanted to do. So the best way to do that if you don't have fast passes for something and you'd like to ensure that you get on the ride is to get to the park before the park opens. Because if they say the park opens at 9, it really probably opens at like 7.45 or 7.45, 8.45. So we got there at about 8. We got there about 8.30. Yeah, it was about 8.30. And we were back in Toy Story Land at 9.01 with what seemed to be a thousand of our closest friends because Slinky Dog Dash already had a 70-minute wait in the standby line. And I said, no, thank you. We don't need to do that. So we went on Toy Story Mania. I I think we only waited five minutes, maybe Not even. It It took longer for us to walk back there than it did for us to get on the ride. But I did not lose by that much this time, which is a pretty big deal for me. Uh, It's very infrequent that I beat him at video games and stuff. So did that. We watched, oh, we got to watch the half marathon people, which... Yeah, they were running through the park at, whenever we were walking in. Which made me decide that the 10K that I was going to run for Half Princess Weekend in February, uh, I upgraded to the half marathon. So there it is. I said it. 
in front of everyone, so now I actually have to do it. So we'll advise how that goes. Definitely stick around to the Facebook page for updates on that because never done one of those before. So we're going to wing it. Yeah, so after we left Toy Story Land and had we had breakfast reservation at Hollywood and Vine, which is a character buffet at Hollywood Studios, which is probably one of my favorite. Well, it's I really think it is. It, it it might actually be my favorite breakfast buffet that that Disney has on property. So we ate there. I think our reservation was at ten o'clock. We got there a little early and we were seated right away. So that was great. Uh, I think did we? Yeah, we met somebody new. Oh, Vampirina. Yeah, so, I don't know anything about Vampirina, but she was there. So I don't know so. much about Vampirina, but we're gonna give Paisley and Lincoln a shout out again. They are obsessed with Vampirina. And she was only supposed to be there through Halloween season because she's a little vampire on Disney Junior. I don't know if you're super familiar with that. Yeah, but she but seemed she to was, be a hit. She was still there. And yeah, the all the kids were freaking out that she was there. So hopefully she's there to stay and Paisley and Lincoln will get to meet her in an upcoming trip because she was super cute. I got to take a picture with her. Uh, she signed my autograph book and she was she was a really... Her eyes were a little creepy. They were purple and staring, but whatever. I digress. So, so yeah, so when we were done with that, I I didn't mention that we, we actually drove to Hollywood Studios that morning just because we were leaving later in the day. So we wanted to make sure the car was with us at all times in case we had to get out in a hurry or something to catch our flight. So we drove from Hollywood Studios and went to Magic Kingdom. And I think we had we had three fast passes there. We what did we have there? We had Buzz. We had Buzz Lightyear. Pirates. But the Buzz Lightyear was our last one of the the day. I think the we first had Pirates. We had Pirates. And what else did we have? We canceled Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, we canceled Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, that's right. So we we had Pirates, and then we also had lunch at Be Our Guest Restaurant. It was at one thirty or so. And we both got, we love their food there. It is fantastic. Um, We've talked about that in previous episodes. Several times. So we ate there, got on all those rides. We went on, it was kind of funny, we went on the Carousel of Progress just to, Mm. we were trying to kill about a half hour before we could get on. No, I was trying to take a nap. Or you were trying to take a nap. But we had a half (laughs) hour until we could get on our last Fast Pass, which was Buzz Lightyear. And we came out of Carousel of Progress and Bam, there it was, the classic rainstorm in the middle of the afternoon in Florida. So we we got off the ride, and we I think we, we stood there for probably a good 10 or 15 minutes, and then we decided just to put on our ponchos and head over to Buzz Lightyear. I mean, it's a quick walk, but it helped that we had our ponchos. We talked about it in the past, about a rainy day. And if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to episode five. So we got we got to Buzz Lightyear, went on Buzz Lightyear, and whenever we got out of that, it was, it was time to head back to the car. So we walked up to the front of the park, got on the monorail to the transportation center, and hopped on our, par- hopped on our car, went and picked up our bags back at the resort, and we were at the airport at 6 o'clock, and our flight was at 7.15, Back to Akron at a little before midnight. Yeah, we we got back to Akron at eleven thirty, and we were at home just before midnight. Yep. So that was it. That was our quick thirty-six hour trip to Disney World. 
I would say, and I think you would agree, that that was our best weekend trip. Yeah, that was of a, all. Yeah, the weather was great. We were great. Everything was just great. I don't know. Yeah, that was. That we had a lot of fun. We both agreed that that was one of the best quick trips that we've had. So yeah, if you want to do one of those, I can help you do it. It's a, it's not really difficult. I think you just have to go in with the mindset that you're probably not going to get to do every single thing that you want. So, you know, maybe you want to go somewhere for breakfast that's really fancy or really hard to get into. Well, you know, if you're if you're adamant that Chef Mickey's at 8:30 needs to happen on your very first day, then you need to plan your trip a little bit farther in advance. But you can, if you're just going to see some stuff and hang out and eat some good food and ride some rides and watch some fireworks and stuff, definitely doable. It's just a different mindset. Yeah, I mean, we we went in there with with not very high expectations yeah, of like getting no the, getting to go on it, the stuff we wanted to, and we ended up getting to go on some of the best rides at Disney World. I mean, to think we went on Avatar: The Flight of Passage. Yeah, we missed I mean, Mine Train. Everest. Yeah we, yeah, we didn't get to go on anything at at Epcot really. So well, but that was kind of yeah. our own choice. Yeah, we might have been able to, but there was just a lot of bodies. So, how do you do it if there's just two adults or a girls' trip, even um, that that's an adults only trip? We have a couple of pieces of advice for you that hopefully stick with you and make some sense. So, if you can. Stay at a little bit of a nicer hotel. Typically, value resorts are home to a lot of families, which make them loud and, and busy more more often than not. So stay at a moderate resort or a deluxe resort for a more peaceful environment. Some of these resorts have adult-only pools or quiet pools that you can be in and you're not getting splashed or kicked or jumped on. And some of the deluxe resorts also have adult-only lounges, so that makes for a more peaceful evening if you want to go and grab some food and a drink and just be grown-ups. Yeah, so some of the, the lounges that Rachel's talking about, or nightlife, I guess you can say, at Disney, uh, you have, at the boardwalk, there's a couple places. There's Jelly Rolls, and then there's also the Atlantic Dance Hall that are uh, two places that are open late. Two adults, I think Jelly Rolls and the maybe the Atlantic Dance Hall as well. You have to be 18 and over or 21 and over to be at. And then also another really big one that is probably the most popular bar at Disney is Trader Sam's at Polynesian. So that's a tiki bar with all the different lights and sounds and some of the crazy drinks that come out in a Nautilus and a bunch of different things like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought it was kind of creepy. It, it's it's a little different. There's a lot of people that are really into that stuff. And then there's some people that's like, eh, I just want my laid back, sit at a bar and whatever. This is a, this is an up like and an loud. Uh, this room. is, this is a big time deal. So some other things you can do on an adult only trip was, is it Epcot? We've talked in the past about eating and drinking around the world. So you could very easily spend a night or an afternoon and a night hmm. uh, taking in all the different all the different countries and all the restaurants and different lounges that they have uh, in all the countries at Epcot. You can also choose to eat at nicer restaurants. So we like to do one for trips that were long, there for longer than 36 hours. 
what we call a fancy date night. So that means Zach puts on a collared shirt and I put on a dress and we go to a restaurant that you probably don't need that outfit for, but we feel a little bit more sophisticated. So we've talked before, we like going to the boathouse. Uh, two other options, if you want to get really upscale and really adult sophisticated, are Victoria and Albert's in the Green Floridian. I believe we've talked about that before. Uh, very briefly. briefly. We've never been there, but... And the California Grill, which that might be something kind of cool because you don't have to worry about kids' schedules is you can try to schedule your dining reservation around fireworks. So that's on the top of the contemporary, and you would be able to see the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the California Grill. Uh, Dining reservations are typically easier to get for only a few people. One thing that Zach and I did for Be Our Guest is we had two separate reservations for parties of one. So a little bit confusing and kind of weird, but... The I, I think somebody explained to us it was the fire code. You fire can only code, have yeah. so many reservations or so many bodies in the place at the same time, so they have to have a certain allotment of reservations for the people that travel alone. So we were able to get two party of one reservations within 10 minutes of each other. So we show up and it's seat yourself. So we showed up and Zach sat down at my table. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so some other, you can go on some different rides maybe than usual. So at, you can think of all the mountains, I guess, in, in Magic Kingdom. If, if you have some young kids that don't like roller coasters, Big Thunder Mountain. Or that Mountain. are too small. Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, Space Mountain pop up there. And then you also have some, some at like Hollywood Studios, like uh, Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. So there's a lot of different rides that you can take advantage of that you might not get to do so, or or you could use the rider swap if you had kids, but you don't have to worry about doing that if you're just by yourselves. And then it's also easy to take advantage of the park hoppers, so it's a lot easier for yourself to, to hop on a bus or hop on a boat or monorail, go from park to park to park. We did that a lot on our most recent trip. I mean, on our, our first day there, I think we were in... F- three different parks but we were magic kingdom twice so we were all over the place and it makes it easier whenever you're just doing it by yourself so when you go to disney as just adults there are also some adult exclusive activities uh we've talked about before you can go to the spa uh either a couples you can go get a couples massage or if you're with your girls you can go to the spa for a day or for an afternoon it really is a nice place Definitely, it has the quality of a Disney product, but it's not a theme park. It's not Mickey-themed or bright and colorful. It's really peaceful and relaxing, and, I mean, it's a, a world-class spa, so it's it's really nice. Yeah, and you're, another thing is the golf. Um, your dad and I actually talked about maybe two weeks ago that neither one of us have actually golfed at Disney, but we really want to get out there and golf. Um, we, we golf a lot and we, we both like Disney. So it'd be a good opportunity to us to try to get the, the golf and Disney down at the same time. I mean, I know there's three courses right on property, um, Lake Buena Vista, and then there's the Palm and Magnolia and they're, we've, we've seen all three of them. We've stayed at Saratoga Springs, which is right on the Lake Buena Vista golf course. And it, it looks amazing. So love to take advantage of that someday. Our final piece of advice is a thing that I think is really neat. There are some tours that you can do throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. 
just to name a few and a few that I've done and a few that I was researching for this podcast and now I want to do. Uh, Keys to the Kingdom tour, Gardens of the World, uh, the Undiscovered Future World, both at Epcot, and then Backstage Magic is by far our favorite tour. I gifted that to you three Christmases ago, yeah, I, think. I think. so. Yeah. It's a seven-hour tour that takes you through all four theme parks and you do one big thing at each park. So we got to see the behind-the-scenes at the American Adventure and Epcot. We got to, to learn about the safari in Animal Kingdom. We saw the inner workings of the Tower of Terror which no, was well, no, we we it? drove we drove behind the Tower of Terror, but that's whenever we went into the um, into all the the casting and the costume design areas. Oh, that's right, in the Hollywood series. Yeah, we got to walk through and the highlight, which is actually kind of hysterical and mostly for the serious Disney nerds of the world, aka us, is you get to go underground under the Magic Kingdom in what they call Utilidors. It's basically just where all of the cast members go to. Yeah, it's a, it's a city below the the entire park. You can go from one end of the park to the other underground, and not nobody know that you're actually doing it. And it's like, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I but mean, it's it, just like I, its own little yeah, city down there. It is pretty wild. It's you neat. can pop up in different gift shops and in the rides. It's it's wild. So actually, um, before two we, other very yeah, before, important things that you can do before we move on, there there are a couple other things that that Rachel can help you plan with, and it's it's two things that we have done is is we actually got engaged at Disney World, and it was a surprise proposal that it was a surprise to me. Everyone it, yeah, else knew. everybody else knew in our family, but we'll we'll kind of touch on that a little bit later. I don't want to get into too many details. But we've also taken our our honeymoon or Disney moon as you can call it um at Disney World. So that was a was a 10-day trip that we took down there. It was our longest trip that we've ever been there. But yeah, those are two other things that you can go on for an adults only type trip. That's it. It's all the things. As always, if you like what you're hearing, please Leave us a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear how we can do better, something you'd like to know about, something we can answer for you. Yeah, Please don't you, hesitate to ask. Yeah, if you have questions for us, um, reach out on Facebook or write a, in the comments. Let us know if you have any ideas, what you'd like us to talk about. We'd be more than happy to, to do so. To answer it. Episode 7 will be out in two Wednesdays which is very close to somebody's 30th birthday. Yay! Yay. On episode 7, we are going to talk about how to plan a surprise trip. I do feel like that would only be fair if we started with our entire proposal story. So that one will probably be a longer episode. Maybe we'll break it up into two parts. We'll see how it goes as we start to record it because it's a fantastic story. Um, I don't know how many people go into the Magic Kingdom every day, We'll say it was 30,000 people at 9 o'clock in the morning when you asked me to marry you. But there's one way to feel like there's only two people in a place full of 30,000 people. So that's one heck of a story, and I would love to tell it to you. So with all of that, have a magical day, week, whatever it is. And we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks.
For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis, Small World Big Fun. Have a magical day!